yeah, I saw you become a different woman before my eyes. Yeah. You had said, I feel like I know everything about you, but I know nothing about you. Mm. And I was like, what? He's like, I feel like I know so much about you, but I know nothing about you. Like, there's still so many things that I don't know about you. And that really made me flip the trajectory. Like, okay, this. Did you feel like you were holding back, though? Or are you genuinely Oh, yes, shocked? absolutely. Yeah. Let's get straight back into it. Hi, Tito. Hi. How you doing, girlfriend? I'm good. You good? I'm warmed up. I feel great. Yeah. I'm here. Um, I want to go back to something we talked about in, um, like unpacking rich girls was your social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And again, I did not realize in shootouts that you were scared. Ciao. I didn't realize that you had social anxiety in the way that like we had to show up on the scene for yeah. this stuff, you know? Um, and also being my best friend is not easy. I know. <laughs> It is not easy, okay? And so let me say that very publicly. If I've never said it to you before, I have, I've told you I love you and I'm grateful for you, you know that. But yes. um, I realized recently that it's not easy. Right. Yes. It's not easy. Um, the perks of it are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say that. <laughs> if you can ride the storm... <laughs> There is a rainbow at the end. There's a rainbow at the end. Okay? With a pot of gold. Okay. <laughs> but while you're in the thick of it, Baby. when you're in the eye of the wow. storm. Wow. Listen, it's a lot. Yeah. For somebody who has social anxiety. For someone who is crazy has that you're my best social friend. Social anxiety. It's crazy. You're crazy. You're, you're crazy. Not me. You're crazy. I'm crazy. You're crazy. You know, I think a part of me having social anxieties. I'm able to not be phased by a lot of things mm. because when I'm invested, I'm all the you way in, I'm in, in yeah. I'm locked in and I feel things so deeply. So I really have to be able to put things in perspective before they even really take off. Like, is this worth my energy? Mm. Is this worth my social anxiety? I've told you this before. Like, I I need to do better at guarding my heart. Yeah. You know? But I also do think in your growth season for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. you have also started to transmute those kind of things much quicker. And mm-hmm. I've seen how it's lightened your load in life yeah. just across the board. Just like... And I, I'm not saying I have the best practices for it. Like, I'm sure that there are people that hurt me and I've forgiven and let it go that I shouldn't have or I maybe should have, you know, said something or said more. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't feel worth it. Right. Almost ever. And I, it does need to feel worth it sometimes, you know. But, yeah. How, I don't know. I mean, I guess us as two very similar but very different yeah. people, we just have things to work on. Yeah, agree. And we're working on them. Yeah, yeah. Like, the work never stops. Girl. <laughs> the work to be a good person to be a well-balanced person, to be a sane person. But um, also, <clears throat> even how we got here in our friendship, and I think we are at such a, we are at a height of our friendship that I have never felt before. And not- That is very true. Like, wow, like I've fallen yeah. in love with you as a friend. All, right? Oh my God, like I love you so much. I love Crazy, you so I much. I love you too. Um, but I, if for me, I remember very vividly the moment that I realized, 
oh, like, I don't even really know this person. Like, you know, like, yeah, we've been friends forever. You said that to me. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I there was nothing about even when I said it, was I ever thinking we was going to stop being friends or we went right. like, but it was just like, oh, maybe I'm maybe needing a little bit more in friendship or like, I want to get to know this person more. Cause I, I don't know what you said that sparked me being like, damn, who is this bitch? Like, yeah. you know, um, and in a good way. And I told you, I was honest with you about that. And I just, yeah, I saw you become a different woman before my eyes. Yeah. You had said, I feel like I know everything about you, but I know nothing about you. And I was like, what? He's like, I feel like I know so much about you, but I know nothing about you. Like, there's still so many things that I don't know about you. And that really made me flip the trajectory. Like, okay, this. Did you feel like you were holding back, though? Or you genuinely Oh, yes, shocked? absolutely. Mm. I know. I know that I have the capabilities of holding back my fullest self. I do that to everybody. But I didn't realize that I was doing it to you until you said something. But I know that I'm capable of doing that. And I, I've I've done that. But when you mentioned it to me, and you mentioned it to me at a very sensitive time too, because it was like right when I was turning 31. I had already turned 30. And when I turned 30, I told you that I felt like I was changing. Like, something about me was different. I didn't know what it was. I really couldn't put my finger on it. But I just felt different. Like, with certain friendships, with just the way that I went about things, it just felt different. Like, I still felt like myself. I still felt normal. But things around me felt different. Like, people around me felt different. And then you had mentioned this to me. That was in January, the first time I had ever came to L.A. to visit you when you moved. You had mentioned that to me, and I was able to receive it. And normally, I'm not able to receive that kind of feedback from people. Like, even if you were to say that to me when I was, like, 29 or 28, I would have been like, oh, well. And, like, what are you But would you have known that, yeah, I'm holding back, and it's none of your business, and... Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm holding back, and so what? Right. You hold back things from me. And even though you don't say it, I'm right. just going to automatically assume because That's I'm going to I assume am. that yeah. everyone is doing yeah. the same thing as me. Yeah. And when you said that to me at that moment, I was like, okay, she is right. And I don't know how I'm going to open up more to show her more, but I want to do that. And I just feel like as time went on, I never said I would change and I never acknowledged what you said, but I just showed the efforts of changing. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And also, I think I said that, and you was definitely like, for real? Knowing <laughs> <laughs> you was on your Aquarius Thank bullshit. You, you was on it. your Aquarius bullshit. But you was definitely like, for real? And then- And I'm like, damn, she- I got she you. got me. I got you. What am I going to do about this? How am I going to But then we this? watched, um, I had just watched Brene Brown, A Call to Courage. And I was like, oh, we got to watch this thing, right? And I don't, like, honestly, I wasn't even, you know, I'm just like a documentary, like kind yeah. of like dweeb like that or whatever. And so I, it wasn't, I wasn't intentional in that way, but we watched it. And I think we both then immediately got language to say what we was really trying to say. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, Here is Brene Brown talking to Inc. Magazine, saying what I'm trying to say. To me, 
vulnerability is our most accurate measure of courage. I mean, it's pretty powerful when I have 13,000 pieces of data collected over 12 years that I cannot find a single incident or story of courage that was not completely underpinned by vulnerability. I think the problem arises that it's, there are so many little paradoxes with vulnerability, and one of them is that vulnerability is courage in you, but weakness in me. When I meet you, it's the first thing I look for in you, but it's the last thing I want to show you in me. And so I think to really put ourselves out there, knowing that if we do that enough, we're going to fail, I just don't think it gets more courageous than that. Again, that allowed both of us to just be like, just say whatever it is, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm going to tell you if it is or it's not, we're going to go from there. Right, because we both really live in our heads. Mm -hmm. And our minds equally go far. Yeah, like the imagination far. Very goes far, very, fast. very far and very, very fast. fast. And we can make up a whole thing that never happened right. and we'll be like, no, that happened. Right, and, right, and, down. It, it and we did. got beef. What do you mean? We're fighting right now. And it, no, nothing happened, right. like at, even close to it. Right. But we've never said to each other how we genuinely feel for me to be able to say, no, that's not how I feel. Or right. you to be able to say, right. no, this is how it really is. So I'm thankful for you and Brene Brown. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Brene Brown, baby. Shout out to Brene Brown. I'm thankful for you, especially because you were able to like open the Pandora's box of communication for me mm. because I'm not a big person. I'm not big on communication at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, but I you, wasn't. You I weren't, wasn't. but also you don't waste words. I'll say that. Like you not going say something you told me. Yes. You ain't, you not no liar. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you not, you, yeah. So like you don't waste words anyway, but I, I could see how, a lot of our life experiences and then your own personal life experiences yeah. could cause you to need to like show up and present as you, I'm here and I'm present and right. really like be so far from like, even for you to say like you was over rich girls two years in out of the five years, that's like, that's news to me, you know? Yeah. And so, but again, I look back at that time. It's like, you was rich girl Tito, El, right. El Presidente, right, like, you right, know? Right. Um, so yeah. It's weird. I feel like, um, I'm big on actions and showing someone that I care, but when I'm not really interested in that, I'll just do nothing. Mm -hmm. And somebody told me once before that my silence is louder than my words. It, baby. And I never realized that until he mentioned it to Your me. Your silence is loud, Tito. And I didn't know what that meant, but he's just like, your silence is so loud. You, I know something is wrong. Like, you don't even have to say it. You could say absolutely nothing. And I know that there's an issue. And you make people so uncomfortable with your silence. And I never knew that that was a thing until he mentioned it to me. But now I'm realizing that I have to be cognizant of that. And if I'm feeling something, I have to just say it. Because it's going to make me feel better. And it's going to give you the clarity that you need to be able to say whatever you need to say. But I say all this to say, we communicate very well. <laughs> like, I don't ever remember giving you no real, no, like, no, silence. No, no, you know? no, 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 Um, And that's what I think is, like, 
so dope for me about our growth and our friendship because it wasn't like something had to happen wrong. Like there was right. never anything wrong in our yeah. friendship. You just wanted more. I just wanted more. I wanted to know you more, you know? And yeah. I don't, I, I was learning shit about myself. You were. I was learning like, like. You were deep in it. Whoa. Deep, deep, deep. Whoa. In. Brev. <laughs> you were in it. The thick of it. The thick of and it. And you brought me with you. Yeah, everybody gotta come. Everybody gotta come, guys. Hey, <laughs> you brought me with you. You know, but then I also, I again, I take it back to knowing that my quote popularity or whatever, there's a responsibility with that, mm. and I was having a like a real internal reckoning for real, mm. and the not. Like, yeah, like my social life flipped on its head. Like I started to realize that like I show up and I'm outside because I could also feel people's energy and stuff like that. And I, this is going to sound so crazy and gross to say, but like, I see how like excited people get to see me and like, you know, have me around and stuff. And I want to be there for people in that way. And I always want people to be happy because life is tough. Sometimes people just need a real quick call. Right. What's up, girlfriend? How you doing? And I'm not saying it always got to be me, but if me calling you to check on you inspires you to call your friend, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That just passes along a little bit of light all over the place, you know? And for a long time, it weighed heavy on me because I didn't know how to take care of myself to replenish myself after I had given out all this light and mm-hmm. energy, right? There's a responsibility that comes with that again. And so... I'm going through this reckoning and I'm like, kind of like, I'm not talking to nobody for real. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I'm, I, yes, I was busy in the wedding and all that, mm-hmm. you know, but for real, for real, I, I didn't have the energy for anybody and nothing. And like my, my thoughts were so dense. Yeah. Everything I was feeling was so dense, you know? Yeah. And it was like, I got to figure this shit out. I can't help you right now. Right. And people were so used to me having access to me at all times. And like, I'm showing up to this and I'm sure, sh- and like, that then they, and then now like I'm I don't even know what I'm feeling right now and now you mad at me because I can't talk it's like right. it was my mom was messed up for a very very long time and again I was I wasn't I don't even know where I was when I said that to you if I'm being honest but if you were going to be in my space this is what I need from you mm-hmm. I I can't do small talk I can't I can't do it yeah and so if you in my space and not everything got to be so deep and philosophical but also we gonna have real conversations if we need to have real mm-hmm. conversations around here I'm not I'm not just going to keep smiling for people so that other people can be happy anymore, you know, especially because I wasn't allowing or I didn't have the capacity for people to be able to give that to me if and when I needed it. Right. I was so used to giving it out that I didn't right. know how to get, get it when I needed it, you know? In that moment, I think that uh, you moving to LA allowed all of your thoughts to like open up in mm-hmm. your mind because mm-hmm. you weren't as busy. Like you're always busy, mm-hmm. but you didn't have like the hustle bustle right. New York right. City busy, right. like the grind of you just constantly going moving. steadfast, moving around, yeah. linking up with people, doing after work events and right, doing right. things on the weekend, uh, being just present with Rashad in LA and then working that allowed so many other real thoughts to come into your mind mm-hmm. And it left you like, okay, what is this? What I is was happening shaking, to me? Girl, yeah. And you had a whole year to like sit with that kind of yeah. until I came to visit you. And I think that's when you were like, okay, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
because <laughs> baby <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> i'm figuring out who i am and it's <laughs> it ain't what you think <laughs> i remember literally googling at one point who am i it's still hard for me to understand that period of my life but i knew it was necessary if I'm honest, I'm still here in this space. It's less dense now, and I can see it is a question I have to answer for myself every single day. At least I got some theme music. Nina Simone, live from Paris, performing Who Am I? question all the things that you've known all your life all the love that you've known all your life all the things that you accept to be true ask yourself like wait what okay <laughs> but then i was able to quickly meet you where you were because yeah. right after that like even when i was in la at that time like covid was a thing right it right. was very small thing it hadn't really become a big thing yet but even like my flight home was empty yeah and they were saying that covid was a thing and we didn't know what was happening but once we got like that lockdown and now I'm also a very busy person at work that's working 16, yeah. 17 hours a day and not really having time. I had I didn't have that anymore. So now I'm able to have all those downloads that you were having with my thoughts. And I, I got to deal with it. I can't block it out. I can't go to work. I can't go outside. I have to sit with my thoughts in my house where I'm at and I have to work through it. But I think you gave me an opening because you already mentioned that you didn't know who I was or you didn't know everything about me. And really and truly, I didn't know everything about me either. So that gave me opportunity and a space to kind of like really figure it out and just sit with my own thoughts and be able to journal and meditate and pray and ask for guidance on um, allowing me to figure out who I truly was meant to be and where I want to go. So, shout out to Brene Brown. Shout out to Brene Brown. She ate that. She ate that. She really did. Um, what is your relationship with God like now? Mm. My relationship with God right now is deep. It's like one of my best relationships that I have. It's my first priority in the morning when I wake up. I have to talk to God and communicate and be able to first give thanks 
and continuously pray for peace and just a moment to have that gratitude with him for all that I have received and where we're going. And I just think that <laughs> Please stop because you know I'm crying. Why are you doing this to me? You know I'm crying. I love God. You love God. What's, What's wrong with you? you? <laughs> no, he will really move mountains. Mm -hmm. He will really move mountains for you if you are still and you trust him. Mm -hmm. And I think that. A lot of times in the past, I wanted certain things, but I didn't trust him. And now I'm just like, God got us with anything. Mm -hmm. Even if it's as small as me getting a parking ticket. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, the fact that you're not even, let me tell you something. <laughs> this girl parked extremely illegally in New York City the other day. And the guy behind us was in the car and was like, you're going to get a ticket. And she was like, mm-mm, we prayed. <laughs> and, and I kept, sure did. And she kept walking. And guess what? We returned hours later and we did no not ticket. have a ticket. You, no ticket. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. God don't play by me. <laughs> Let me make that very clear. God does not play about me. Period. Because I am at his mercy. Mm -hmm. I listen mm -hmm. when he speaks. Mm -hmm. And I hear him very clearly. And I'm going to continue to thank him every day before anything, before I get to asking, I'm going to thank him for everything that he did for me previously. And then I'm going to ask him to continue to bless me with more mm -hmm. because I know he will, that he will. Mm -hmm. And I'm deserving of it. So Come why on. not? Like, Come on. <laughs> if not me, then who? Huh? What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> we here. <laughs> we really here. We're really here. Yeah. And, there's been times where we would say, like, God got us. Like, we're going to get through this. Yeah. Let's continue to pray, and we're going to be where we want to be. And we've received, we've been through some real things. Oof. Some really, really hard things. Like, just recently, collectively, as mm -hmm. a friendship, we've mm -hmm. been through really, really hard things. And you are the first person that I've ever, like, outside of church prayed with like holding hands or saying grace or whatever at a table you are the first person that like down on my knees we're Girl, praying we together down on our knees okay down on our knees yeah. praying together asking god for the same things different things it doesn't matter what we're asking for but we're doing it together and i think that spirituality is a very sacred thing and a lot of people don't want to let others into their practices or what they like to do in order to communicate with God. But you are the only person that I've ever sat down and prayed with. And I think that's so big because I never thought I would be there mm -hmm. ever with anybody. That brings me to understand that we were like really meant to be where we are like as friends because we trust each other on that level like no you can hear my prayers 
Not everybody could hear your prayers. You could hear my prayers. I could hear yours. I know your prayers. You know mine. We've prayed together. So that that's a different kind of that's level. Different. That's different. That's different. Yeah. My favorite part of our friendship these days is our shared love for God. When in fellowship, his word and my dreams feel so validated. No matter your religion, it is vital you remain connected to your spirit. Your light body signaled to us by intuition and emotion. Maya Angelou says a woman in harmony with her spirit is like a river flowing. She goes where she will without pretense and arrives at her destination prepared to be herself. So I ask myself the daily question of who am I? My spirit often responds, who you are prepared to be. Wait, that was bars. Okay, one last thing for documentation purposes only. Uh, for the record, though, I would just love for the world to know who put you onto battle rap. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. Thank you. <laughs> Change your life. Put me on to battle rap. She is an underground battle rapper herself. Uh-huh. And I discovered this. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Because I discovered this one day. We were outside. And there was like a group of... Te- we're all outside in our teens. And there's a group of teenage boys. And they're all doing like a little battle rap or whatever. You called know, a cypher, Tito. Oh, is that what it's called? It's called a cypher. They're having a cypher. When you're in a circle uh-huh. and you're just battling uh-huh. each other? Oh, okay. I never knew that. They were just rapping, yeah. They was having a cypher, mm-hmm. right? And Tiff decided that she wanted to join the cypher. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Sis got in a circle <laughs> and started rapping and she was rapping like she was spitting bars. And I don't really remember the song at all, but all I know the rap was Dom on Linux. Uh, 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 uh. Keep the nine on Linux. And I'm just sitting there like, what? And <laughs> I'm like, wow, this girl is so amazing. Like, what can't she fucking do? Like, this girl is literally rapping in the cypher amongst teenage boys. So I'm like, they like, damn, that was hard. They was going crazy, like, wow, Tiff got buzz, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there like, wow, Sif, sis really ate that. Like, she got bars. I'm like, wow, she's so good. So fast forward to probably like, now at this point, I go home and I knew nothing about battle rap. So I'm Googling battle rap underground <laughs> smack dvd <laughs> j mills murder mook who are y'all like what are y'all doing after hours i also dragged you to that battle <laughs> yes live. she dragged me to my first battle rap cypher it's just it's a battle <laughs> when people are battling it's a cypher when they're in a circle rapping oh i'm such a square <laughs> She dragged me to my first battle and I was standing there looking confused. Like, why am I here with all of these men smoking weed? Like, what is what is happening? 
<laughs> this is not the place for me. This is a very dangerous place <gasps> to be. Yo, and I want to go home. I'm and she crying. was in her glory, like trying to squeeze through to get through the crowd so she could be at the front, like front and center. Like, and they got really close on each other. Like, they were serious. That's one of my. That's one of the greatest battles of all time. And you saw it live. You're welcome. Thank you. J Mills and Murder Mook. We was there. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had exactly. no idea. I didn't there. know. I was there. Sis brought me there. Mm-hmm. We was there. And she was in her whole glory. So fast forward now. Battle rap. I Googled these people. Battle rap. I looked up <laughs> Smack DVD. I probably bought one or something <laughs> from the bootleg man. And... um. Trying to get, you know, trying to get into what she's into. It wasn't for me. I'm more of yeah, a, you're a you're melodic R and B neo soul. Definitely, definitely <laughs> I am not a neo soul. <laughs> Marsha Ambrosius. <laughs> Poetry, India R. E. Jill Scott. Yeah, that's your vibe. Anita Baker. Yeah, <laughs> she loves how Anita Baker. Down. Yeah. Anita Baker's my girl. Yeah. So now. We're at his house. I, th- I think you were like getting dressed or something, and we were just chilling. And I hear because I'm also playing battle rap battle in the house, rap. getting dressed. Let me tell you something. If you get Tiff drunk enough, she will <laughs> bust out in a battle rap. She will freestyle for you. She was freestyling earlier about Prosecco. Took him out. <laughs> what you say? Uh-huh. I got it? the Prosecco and no, the no. Patek. No. <laughs> Pull up the Pasek. I'm going to put on my Patek. <laughs> and then she said, and if she had a video, she would be pouring the Prosecco on the Patek. And yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good, right? Thank anyway, you. that's irrelevant. So we listen to her battle rap music now. The song comes on. Dom all these Linux. bitches, I gotta all be the Dom on Linux. Cause I pull a stretch out on the nine on Linux. And Shout I'm out like, to the DOL. That's not you. She memorized this girl's battle rap word for oh. word and performed <laughs> it in a cipher of people like it was her song. She plagiarized. She plagiarized and they was fucking with it. They was like, Tiff got buzz. Wow. No, like, I'm crying. I'm crying. And I was I'm crying. like, and she was like, no, it's not me. <laughs> like, she had no shame. She was like, no, I hate that though. That's Vado's sister. <laughs> that's Vado's sister. That's not me. It was given karaoke. Because she pulled the stretch out with the non on Linux. Yeah. I got a shine on Linux. You remember it. You remember because it was fantastic. Because you lied. No, because I performed it so well. Wow. Yeah. I love you. that about you. Thanks. I really thought that was your song. I'm like, yo, I, she right. Yo, I got it. She's left handed. Like, she's left handed. What can she do? <laughs> she's wonderful. <laughs> Rich girl Tito. Tito Puente El Presidente. My 8484. One half of the duet. I thank you so much for your friendship the past 20 years. I look forward to more healing with you and some more genuine laughter, to more innies, and to finding new ways to communicate with one another in our dense and light moments. Is there anything else you want to say on the way home? On the way home. 
on the way home, I hope I'm going with you. Yeah. Best. Yeah. I hope I'm on the way home with you. Or I hope I'm home when you get there. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Tiff, it's Mills. You almost home?